A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 1,302 to kick off our Round 6 results, and that moves us... Halved our rank, basically. We were 12,000 last week, down to 6,500, which is great news. Team value is actually up there with the top teams, really. I'm actually beating, you know, probably five of the top 20 in terms of team value. There are a few guys that are over 14 mil. There's a bunch around the similar mark, and there's guys that are about the 14.4, 14.5. So they've obviously had a cracking start to the year, and, and most players doing well. Biggest issue for us at the moment is probably a few of those, you know, fringe guys in that 25 uh, thankfully, a bunch of the outside backs, you know, even with their low scores this week, still did really well in terms of their team value building and, and their price rises. So that was great. We used a couple of trades last week, which you know, worked out okay. Uh, and this week I've currently used two and we'll jump in and discuss that in a second. But yeah, overall, very happy with where we're at currently. And let's go in and have a look at our squad with the trade actually made heading into round seven. So decided not to use the boost last week, which worked out well. I would have brought in Schuster and he's out again this week. So I think with the situation around Schuster, you just leave him until he happens to clearly into this squad. He's in the reserves and it sounds like it's much worse than a cork or a quad strain or what he's dealing with at the moment that keeps lingering tissue injuries, it seems like. And you know, even guys like Kay Weeks are almost a better option than, than Schuster at the moment, uh, even though, you know, Weeks he ha- isn't able to, to get. So a solid score last week of 55. He goes up a little bit in cash, and if he continues somewhere around that 40 mark or so in points, he will make a decent amount there. Even Ben Medoc-Pasilla is actually gaining uh, some cash there. So what we're looking at now in my squad is two trade-ins. So Couchman comes in for Hopgood there to allow me to have space and some cash to go Walker to Nico Hines. And I think Nico Hines is clearly, the obviously captaining one of them, I think is the, is the best idea there. Uh, you know, with them being the two clear best scorers in the game, you know, Cleary coming in with a couple of good ones the last few weeks to, to get him up to a 90 average. And, you know, he's about where we hope him to be. Him and Heinze, somewhere around that sort of 85 to 90 range. It's just so much better than the next guys on the list. So, He's a clear option this week, and I think Couchman probably the best cheapie. So they're the two I'm going for. The issues I'm seeing is who too is the big question mark. And, you know, Couchman doesn't help you in that position, given he's only the end. You know, did play him in this one with a nice 106. And I'll go through my game day just in a second there. But, yeah, the front row forward is tough. I think, you you know, really with Stefano, you probably just have to cop a, a 30 or 40 from someone this week, unless you have a clear guy like a Payne House that you can bring in for exp- uh, for that expensive price and you already have Cleary and Hines I think because yeah they're the two most important so the 2RF is a bit of a, a tough one as well at the moment thankfully if you did hold on to guys like Murray coming out and performing much better over the last couple of weeks but you look at mine here and now I've got Fafita Hosking Wilton Preston and trading in that position as well so still fine and you know they're going to do a job for me but a lot better as well so that position not as bad as it once was but Dewey being out definitely hurts that and my center wing right now is probably the, the biggest one we want to look at. And, you know, Karaz uh, brought in Mazu last week, got the 92, which is good. And I did play Hammer, so 120 for him. 
was a big win. I'm a little bit worried for the Hammer this week against the Bunnies, and I'm also worried for the rest of my outside back. So Taruva, you'd hope that this week he can get a try or two against the all low scores this week, and definitely should be worries in your side. Thankfully, they've all made a good amount of cash. You look at Taruva 404, Camperera 441. Warbrick 390 and Alamotti 366. They all went up except for Alamotti last week with his 11. You know, the, the dogs having a shocker. They should be able to play a bit better against the Eels. You know, Tigers almost came back and won that one and, and had a half a chance to do so, even though the Eels had a, a bit of a day out early on with, with Moses putting on four tries there. They're not, you know, a clear top tier side, so potentially Alamotti could be that guy to come out and do well, but, you know, not super confident, but will be a keeper long term. And there are a lot of good center wings. Uh, over you know as options this week and definitely if you could look to upgrade that center wing position that yeah, would be a way of a way of doing that uh, would be the way to go as well so if something i can't do this week like i just don't think is worth it enough to have so many guys between that 500 odd mark like hammer i did look at trading him out but not having enough cash in the bank to be able to do that is a slight worry and then sitting there with Wade Egan as well at 593 he's going to be out this week as well but when there's you know really not too many huge and uh, not a huge amount of options in that position like you go for sonny luke and those type of guys but even then i would have to use my boost to get up to you know to, to get wade egan out and then who's going to be my cover for grant in round nine i think that's when egan is going to be helpful as well so there's plenty to think about across your super coach teams in you know the next couple of weeks with a few of those uh, front row forwards as i said uh having having buys and then you know potentially some issues in round 11 as well when uh, when the Dolphins have their buy. You know, we're looking at guys like Lockie Miller in the center wing, who's been killing it. And he was very excited. And he had back spasms. Should be better this week. I wouldn't be looking to captain him or anything like that, but or who's uh, you know, scoring much better as well. So all uh, potential options and potential trade outs. But, you know, Walsh, I think he just got to hold steady. He's been, you know, one of the best scorers in there this year. Would you trade Tom Travojevic to like a Dill Edwards? I don't think so. I think he just holds steady with Tommy and just hope he improves from there. Guys like Isaiah Katoa just still making a little bit of cash for us. And as I said, like overall, my team's done really well in terms of team value uh, with just a couple of guys like Murdoch Masilla and Davi Moale being pretty poor options at that cheap price, but no one really was. Like people went Moale, uh, Pele, all those guys that, that haven't done really well. So, you know, the guys like Jackson Ford, would you pick him? Eh, I don't really think he's too much of a, a high priority now considering he just went up about 70K with that uh, meat pie at the back end. He didn't play super well uh, before that try, but a nice run, nicely run line worked out really well. It's what trades you are making. And if you would, uh, you might, you're looking at my uh, game day there. We had Harry Grant with the 65 was okay. He was my vice. So uh, thankfully he didn't go anywhere near like 100, 110. Otherwise we would have thought to potentially loop him. Uh, but yeah, you really want sort of 125, 130 plus there at this point uh, of the season, especially when you got Grant, uh, sorry, you got uh, Cleary there who who can go bonkers like he did. Sammy Walker, the 41. So him moving on to Hines is going to be an upgrade. The, the Roosters are so bad. He had a nice try assist to start, but other than that, not good. Playing Hammer and Gilbert worked out really well. I almost benched Gilbert. Tarpany being out just made that very clear and easy to, to play Gilbert in this one and, and got a nice try. So the double hundred in that game, the only two players I had was very nice. Drew for the 44, yeah, average. You know, Egan getting injured in that one wasn't great. 23, he was doing okay. Wasn't a great end to the, to the round, to be honest with you. I was hoping for more from Dylan Brown. I was hoping for more from Hopgood. That wasn't to be. And then Egan was my, my third to last player. So, you know, was projected to get a lot more when Cleary went bonkers, but yeah, it wasn't to be. 
you know, Walsh and Karaz were okay. Like Karaz were hoping for a little bit more, but 51 in a, a really well-beaten side. It is what it is. Preston, hopefully a bounce back from him. He, you know, with unfortunately the news of Kikau going down today that, you know, Preston becomes even more important on that edge. And I think he'll be fine. A little extra time for his hand to heal. Uh, he'll be better for the run without that sin bin as well. Hosking keeps his spot, which is good news. We'll keep playing him. Trebojevic, you doubt he scores that bad again. And then we had some good scores in Fafida and Mazu. And Fafida could have got even more. So there was a lot of potential to go even bigger last week. We take the 13-02 with Cleary as captain as well. I know there was a good chunk of people that Captain Walsh, which was solid there with his uh, decent score. But you know, Cleary was the clear best option there. And then the emergency is not great at all with all those guys. The highest there with uh, Isaiah Katoa. And I held on to Teague Wilton for his zero uh, with the bye, obviously. But yeah, 16 Camperera, 27 Merdok Masilla, uh, 11 Alamotti, Moale with 25, Warbrick 16. Hoping for better ones from them so they can either continue to make money or hold price over this week. And then there's a bunch of the guys in that list that uh, we're going to have to uh, potentially move on so we can you know get them to a better cash cow and you know, do better things there. Uh, and Tarpany back is going to help us. And hopefully he you know, is able to get a little bit of rest, a little bit of sleep and, and come out and do really well. And hopefully get a try this week. We're, we're due for a, an assist or a bunch of offloads or a, a line break or something for Tarpany. Uh, who's been really well contained heading into you know the, the the first portion of this year and hopefully with a win under the Raiders belt he can come out and have a cracker game but that is my super coach review and preview for the week guys I hope you enjoyed that a little bit more short and sharp this week I thought that was the best way to go about it uh, but yeah there you go have fun guys and good luck